Men looked at Amanda Whitfield and thought she was a hot blonde who knew how to have a good time. Hot? Sizzling. Sexy? Undeniably. Men figured she knew all about flirtation and lust and sex. They were wrong. People who actually knew Amanda Whitfield thought she was sweet-natured and even-tempered. They were right. Usually. The trouble was that nothing had been usual or normal since the night Amanda had attended her cousin Marky's engagement party. That was the night Amanda, who prided herself on honesty, had told the biggest, fattest lie in front of her entire extended family. She still didn't understand how it had happened. It was as if her mouth had opened and words had just tumbled out of their own accord. It would be easy to blame her temporary insanity that had resulted in the mother of all lies on Marky Butler. She'd taken years of crap from Marky, but she had to own up to the fact that it was her pride that had done her in. Her grandfather was right, Pride always went before a fall. She'd been shocked to discover the identity of Marky's fiancé. Stung by Marky's constant needling, she'd reacted without thinking. All these months later, she still couldn't believe that her cousin was marrying Andrew. Her Andrew. No, not hers, thank God. He had never been hers, and she gave thanks to the good Lord above that he had ignored that prayer. Smart, calm, even-tempered, and rational, all the labels usually applied to Amanda, had gone out the window that night. When Marky had asked her if she thought she could possibly get a date to escort her to what she proclaimed would be the wedding of the year— Amanda had looked at Marky's smirking face, at the two-carat flawless diamond on her cousin's hand, and at Andrew, and the lie had just tumbled out of her mouth. They were the cause of the insanity that had gripped her and made her mouth write a check that her reality had no hope of cashing. Now it was nine months later, and Amanda was reaping what her dishonesty had sown— She'd thought about her predicament a lot and had come up with three possible solutions. One, tell the truth. She had no boyfriend and never had possessed that phantom creature. She shuddered at that idea. Two, run away to Mexico. That would be better than telling the truth, but her Spanish sucked. Three, find a man. Any man. She had tried. She'd spent months in that futile quest and had nothing to show for her efforts. She hadn't been able to find even one guy she could browbeat, beg, or beguile into doing her bidding. She needed a man, and she needed him now. She was thirty damned years old, and she still didn't know how to hook a man and probably never would know at the rate she was going. Time was running out. The number of days from now until the wedding ticked away like the timer on a bomb. On Valentine's Day, the timer would hit zero. Then kaboom, her little white lie, as she preferred to think of the engagement party whopper, 
was going to explode like a packet of C4 in an action movie, and there was no Bruce Willis or Tom Cruise to save her. Soothing New Age music, designed to create an atmosphere of serenity in the tea room, poured from hidden speakers. Pink floral cushions on white wicker chairs, giant ferns atop Victorian fern stands, and tables covered with pale pink tablecloths made the tea room the kind of dining experience women loved. Usually, Amanda enjoyed lunch every Friday at this tea room. Today, though, the music grated on her already frazzled nerves, maybe because she didn't have a single molecule of serenity in her entire body. When she thought about showing up at the wedding without the boyfriend that she'd loudly and foolishly proclaimed she possessed, she felt like barfing. Or passing out. Maybe both. What was wrong with her?